Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Second hour, old school. On a Thursday, uh, the Lady Huskers will uh, get at it tonight, 7.30 at PBA. If you're not doing anything, get away from the television and go on down to PBA and help these ladies turn it around. They, they're making their run. Look, even as they stand, they should. this should be a Sweet 16 team. It, they should be. So they have time to turn it around. Hopefully you can support it. 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman text line. Honda League and Hotline if you want to call in. Want to be a part of the show? Hit us, you know, say what's up. Don't just yell at me on the text line. You know, don't don't drive by. And yell. I'm gonna say, hey DP, hey coach, hey Austin, what's up? And we'll get into the conversation. Uh, Sarder Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. You can see what's going on in the studio. You should. The coach is here, and I'm gonna open up the text line for you to ask the coach a question that you know that he can answer. Now, you know there are certain things Coach ain't going to say to you. <laughs> you could ask a hundred times. He's never going to answer the question, right? But I'm going to give you the opportunity in this next 25 minutes to ask Coach reasonable questions about recruiting, about the state of Nebraska, the talent level, uh, the roster itself, because he knows the, the the people behind the numbers, right? He can tell you how hard some somebody's journey has been. Right, and so that's a part of what we want to talk about with Coach in in, in this segment. Now, I want to thank the folks from the Mercado. Y'all take you you take care of us. It was wonderful. We greatly appreciate it. That's where you should get your meat. Go get your meat. Tomahawk is legit. I can't even complain. Kenny, what'd you get? What'd you get Friday? I got the sausage and the burgers. Yeah, I'm simple. Right, I'm simple. Right, like I, I went. In, I, I I had the sausage links uh, Saturday. Bravo. I did too. Bravo. Hooked Friday. it up. Fried it. Yeah. Oh, I went old school. Yeah. Old school. Oh, yeah. Fried sauce. Cut it. Cut, cut it down it the middle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? See, I, <laughs> see? We ain't. I'm not going to never forget what I came for. Right? Well, we eat. We eat what we, we eat. We eat uh, what we eat. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Good stuff in the space. Lots to talk about. And, and again, thank you for making time and thank coming and, and doing this because I know – you know, it is not easy to talk about the things you care about that much, right? Because you got you still have to take care of it. Yes. And even as an outsider looking in, I still say in this space that I'm close enough to know more than most people about what's going on in the programs and then trying to, to, to direct people and guide people on things to look at. So through yesterday – the co- new coaching staff comes in and they're talking about this signing class. And you're familiar with this signing class. Like you were around it enough to know some of these guys. Right? From a personnel standpoint, from a personality standpoint, right? Just the people. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the players, but the people. Who are the 
people that just joined this this program that fans should go, you know what, that that's the kind of kid that we want representing Nebraska in this community. I'm biased. Okay. So I'm going to say the in-state okay. kids. Okay. Because, one, they know this place. Mm-hmm. They're going to do whatever it takes for this place. Mm-hmm. We talked about the word, what are two words, buy-in. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say believe. So um, they're going to be easy to get to that point, easier to get to that point. Because, again, they know this place. They're familiar with this place. And I think most of them want to see this place be successful. So, to me, they need to get behind those kids first and foremost. Is it is it wrong to think of – I get confused sometimes, and I have to separate thinking walk-on versus practice squad. Because they're not tied together necessarily. Right? That you can't prepare for Ohio State on Saturday – if the level of the practice squad isn't going to give a look that is Saturday level, when you bring guy, when you bring players in, how much of that is can they help us get better each day? Well, to me, the walk on kids in general, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're practice squad players because okay. you have scholarship guys on the, that that are just practice work their way. Yep. So, yep. Um, I think in order to get ready for the Ohio State, the Michigans, you know, everybody's got to be working towards the same the same goal, right? And I think most of the in-state kids will practice harder from day one, mm-hmm. you know, because most of the out-of-state kids are the scholarship, so to say, kids, or some of them are, they think they've already arrived, you know what I mean? Well, you came and got them versus somebody that has to be here. They don't. Exactly. So you you want the kids that want to be here. They're going to practice harder. So you have scholarship guys on the practice roster, and you'll have walk on kids on the practice roster. Me as a when I came here in '90, mm-hmm. when I knew I was going to redshirt, my main goal was to practice against the best, and it's going to make me better. So if they take that mentality from day one, then they're, then you're all good. Is is it? likely that they pay attention to your message in the recruiting process so when they get here they know you got to hit the ground running and you have a lot to prove yes so if you get them to believe that you're good but again some of these kids nowadays think they've already arrived they don't think they have to come in and work as hard as some, the next guy is is that the whole Paying to play versus being paid to play? Is that difference? Is that mentality legitimately issue 1B for Nebraska football? I wouldn't say it's an issue 1B. I mean, it's, it's an issue from top to bottom mm. for Nebraska football. But, you know, now you've made a change. Mm-hmm. Now you'll see. You know, I think from from his words, you've seen action. So now you have, on paper, it looks good. Now you get them here, you get them through winter conditioning, spring ball, you know, get your system implemented, mm-hmm. and now you see what, what, what we're going to have. What on paper strikes you as, as something positive folks can sink their teeth into? On paper yeah. alone, yeah. just the way they went about it. You know, you, you had somebody hitting western Nebraska. You know, you had somebody starting western Nebraska and working their way east. Every school in the state – pretty much was touched Mm -hmm. hadn't been done in the past it was talked about you know it was you know i 
recommended it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't being done. So, like I said, he put his words to action at with, with doing that. So on paper, it looks good. You have, what is it? How many did they, did they sign? 38? 38, 39. Yeah. Well, 38 plus the two guys that right. wasn't on the roster last year that right. were back. So you have a decent class. On Now you see if you can get them to, one, develop and be ready to play and come up. Come September, we're talking to Coach Kenny Wilhite and and talking about the transition from within a new program, thirty nine or forty one new bodies or returning bodies to the program. How long would it take those thirty nine bodies to become acclimated enough that they're comfortable can really begin to learn and change themselves? It's up to the individual. It's up to the individual. You, if you have a kid that you sign in this class, that's on your campus now, mm-hmm. and if they jump in head first, now that kid is ahead of the kid that's just going to dip his toe in the water. You know what I mean? That kid has to believe in first and foremost the strength coach. What is he's trying to get him to get bigger, faster? You know, he has to believe in the strength coach first because the strength coach is the one that's been working with him since he's been on campus. He hasn't met with his individual position coach. He hasn't once talked about football. It's all been winter conditioning, lifting, and running. So if he believes in that strength coach, he's going to be a step ahead of the guy that hasn't or the guy that's taking shortcuts. (laughs) Within staffs like Nebraska's, and this would be any, any football town power five in, in America. There, the acceptance of the weight program as being a way to change your, your, your place on the depth chart, people talk about it. How important is the weight co- the training coach, the weight coach? The strength coach spends 90 to 95% of the time with the kids. Way more than his way group coach. Way more than, than his, his coach than the head coach. The strength coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be four or five of them total, but they spend more time with the kids than anybody. So they'll get to know the kids first, firsthand. You know, does he work hard in the weight room? Does he do, does he do extra? Um, is he a me guy? Or is he a guy that tries to hide and skip reps? You know what I mean? So this is where football games are won and lost. Say it again because I, I, I keep saying that all, it's not the off season, it's the improvement season. Right, that this—that's when decisions are made. You can't all of a sudden wave the wand in, no. in in September and expect things to be right. No, you have to start day one. Once this second semester starts, you get—you maybe have fifteen new guys in that semester, ten, fifteen. You get those guys going right away. You got a chance, because then the guys that come in the summer, they're behind, but then they have six weeks in the summer to get their bodies right and get ready. So. This is where football games are won and lost. And there's a, and, and depth charts are, are really, and really determined. Really determined. Right, because you get to see it. Uh, from the text line, is there enough talent in the 500-mile radius alone to win championships? Yes. If, if you look at it, you have Ohio State, you have Notre Dame, you have Michigan, you have Florida State, you have Alabama. They're all plucking kids from this area mm-hmm. and winning. So there's talent within the 500-mile radius. But, again, can you win the national championship with just 500-mile radius, kids? No. Don't say no. I, I You can. Has it been done? It ha- Well, no, it hasn't. But okay. But if you look at it, 
Iowa's, Iowa has sustained their program with kids from Iowa. I, I will take Nebraska, uh, Iowa's level of success as a plus. But to say, here's where, here's where I agree with you in full. You've got to win at home first. You have to take her home first. You have to win at home first, which means that I can't let my son go to my neighbor's house. No. <laughs> because that means everybody in the neighborhood sees, wait a minute, you can't even keep your own. And that part of it never gets talked about, and it bothers me. And there's a way to control that in this space, which is having real conversations about how this stuff goes down, right? Um, also from the text line, uh, and I can you name one in-state and one out-of-state sleeper in this class? Somebody that, yeah, in this recent class, somebody that as, as a player you think may be undervalued and maybe underrepresented. Jalen Lloyd, kid out of Omaha. They talk speed. He's fast. Mm-hmm. He's little, mm-hmm. but he's fast. Well, we ain't mad and, at little dudes. And I'm small. Right? We ain't mad at little dudes. I'm small. But what, what I'm saying is he he was being thrown around. Name was being thrown around. And, you know, they kept pumping the brakes on him, pumping the brakes on him. And I'm saying, listen, one thing you cannot coach is a football player. He's a football player with speed. He's not a development. Uh, he may be a development in size, getting him a little stronger, but he's a football player. The toughest, the toughest football player I've ever met in my entire life, and I mean ever, is five foot nine, one hundred and eighty-two pounds of Gary Clark. Gary Clark was the toughest. He was the toughest dude I've ever been around. So it was wasn't a size thing. It was he just simply said, "You're not gonna beat me." Yep. Which leads me to this. We're, we're so deeply surrounded by star talk. Two-star, three-star, four-star, five-star talk. We talk, 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 talk. And there are two things that are not measured in the star system. Heart and IQ. Yep. Right? I, I just like, I don't understand how there's so many coaches who are willing to throw their reputations into a star system that does not evaluate the two things that you cannot measure can't coach heart and you can't coach toughness the love of the game the love of the game you have to love the game you can have all the stars you want but if you don't love the game then you're not going to be any good if you just like what comes with it well the perks of it you know hey hey look i i it really is next on the list to ask you anyway but how much nil is a part of conversations when you go into homes across the state how often does that come up? It doesn't come up often, I would imagine. Well, nowadays it does. I mean, if, if you had a parent called Nick Saban talking about, I want this, I want that. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. But, again, when you go into a kid's home, coaches cannot talk NIL. You cannot talk NIL. Now, is it being done? Of course. But there, there are ways to have the conversation without having the conversation. But, I mean, if I'm in your house and you bring up NIL, I may walk out. Because I don't know if you got a microphone, a hot mic, or your phone's recording or anything. Because that's my job. You got your butt to cover. I, I got to cover my you-know-what. Well, and it's also your reputation. My reputation. It's your reputation. And that's a big part. I would love, and that's just me as an outsider. In, in, look, I I work all of this from the aspect of a guy who would build a player from youth to college ready. And often – 
was the guy that when they went to college and found out what they were lacking, what they need to work on, he'd come back to me and we'd make it work. I'd sit in the room with, with the with the coach Will Heights <laughs> and we'd have the discussion and ask him this. Hey coach, what happens if if this then that? For you, going into the, the, the homes and houses and families of, of, of the five hundred mile market. What's the toughest thing that you have to deal with? The th- toughest question they ask you, is it playing time? Is it uh, academics? Is it money? What's usually the, the thing that where they just go, hey, coach, we struggling with this. Like, we don't understand. Why you guys aren't winning. I mean, you had one of the top programs. I'm from St. Louis. And not to brag on myself, but I'm pretty well known in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But when you have one of the top pro- uh, programs in in, in the city of St. Louis, and they look at you and say, you know, Coach, y'all ain't winning. My players want to go to where they're winning. That's the most difficult question I've been asked over. What do you – What? Over. here's the thing. What – even from, from, from the 20,000-foot perspective now, from a different vantage, mm-hmm. if somebody asks you why isn't Nebraska winning, what do you say? What can you say? <laughs> I really can't say anything. Right. Like, it's I just mean, – right, because nobody in the program wants to lose. No. Nobody in the program work to lose. No. There are people that work harder to win than others, and maybe you could say, well, you know what? <laughs> we needed more me's and less them's. And you wouldn't say that because that's not your heart. But in the space, you now have the ability to to, to answer questions for people – who are going to ask tough questions? I know you're built for it. This is why I think it's I think it's it's good for you because it's going to help you sleep better at night as well. <laughs> like that therapy, that therapy is like, wait a minute, okay, I okay, I ain't got to scream out in my sleep. You know, <laughs> just, I think you just need better players. You need needed better players. Break that down for me. Better players, bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, uh, harder working. All what of, is it? All of the above. All of the above. I mean you. You chase stars, and you don't get those stars. Now you fall back on on a kid that shouldn't be playing in the Big Ten. And 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 what happens with that? Because then that's riding your reputation. I wouldn't say it's mine because I don't. I'm not the guy to make the final say. I wasn't the guy to make. The, all I did was bring him to the table. I bring him to your table. You make the decision. <laughs> so you, you tell me yes or no. <laughs> so you? I'm not, all I do is look. Hey, this guy can help us. Here. And me, if I, if it's a kid from St. you went Lewis, shopping, you went shopping, picked out the meat. I picked out the meat. Now it's on you how you. And that's on how you how you cook it, how you, how you prepare it. it. <laughs> Even with my ties from St. Louis, I mean, you know, I got a kid. He's a sophomore. We we have an in. This is my cousin's kid, or this is my best friend's son. Mm-hmm. And you tell me he's not good enough. I'm not finna burn my reputation up in in, in St. Louis, because that's home. That's home, and those people not, look. They don't play. They play for keeps. We've had this discussion. Jay and I have had it. I had it with Tom Stevens. I had it when I go back to D.C. and when my friends, my teammates, my college mates who have sons now, uh, nephews. Uh, when you hear the guys who are still coaching out there coaching, and they say, "Hey, look, uh, I'm at Dematha, and I got a dude." DP, uh, but 
I don't want no BS. There you go. Get 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 him. Tell me whether to do this or not. And I say I I can't tell you whether to do that or not. You tell me where, whether you why you want to be here, and I'll tell you if it's true. And it ultimately comes down to a couple of things. One, trust. Yep. Matter of trust. And I don't have anybody that's in my life for 30 years that I don't want to look at sideways. There you go. I want to look you dead square in the eye and say, uh, yes. And I can say this. There are Nebraska fam- There are Nebraska coaches that I sent to talk to players. And the reports back weren't what I wanted to hear. And so – I said, okay, other than football, most of the coaches here listen. And I said, okay, I'm going to root like crazy because I think they're good people in the program. And I think having you around it, you will be able to discuss the type, different type of play of, of, of different schools in the state, right? Some of those outlier schools with players with talent – don't get seen. The newspaper doesn't cover them because it takes work to go see them. How much trust do you put in online film? So when you see it on a website, is that enough or do you need to get into space and talk to them, see them work out, see them at practice? What do you need in order to feel like you can make a legitimate decision that this guy can help this program? Most of the online film is a highlight video. So you watch four clips, and like, okay. Then you watch five clips, okay. But then you turn on the game film, and yeah. it don't match. And you can't find nothing but those five plays. <laughs> if you turn on a game film and it doesn't match, then, there's, then now you have to do your due diligence. Get the kid on campus. Get him to your camp. Now you can watch him work out. And then, and then measure him against the other kid. And measure him against the other kid. Against the other kid. Yeah, that that's that's the play. Listen, I know you got to go get a little one. Um, kind sir, greatly appreciate it. We'll appreciate do it again tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow. And then we may have some stuff to talk about tomorrow, then don't we? Yeah, we may. Yeah, we, we might. May. All right, brother. We appreciate may. you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, that's Coach Kenny Will Height. Austin and I will take you through the rest of this show here on 93.7 The Ticket. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO, Showtime. Do you feel like your streaming subscriptions are out of control? Why not start the new year off right and cancel the ones you're not using? Enter the Rocket Money app. Rocket Money organizes your subscriptions by due date and notifies you when something is coming up. From there, decide whether to keep it or cancel it with just a tap. To find out more about Rocket Money, go to rocketmoney.com slash offer or download the Rocket Money app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. Rocket Money, the finance app that works for you. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items like <gasps> Dave single with a 10 piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that chicken, Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.